welcome to Blind Guys Chat, where this guy, Oren O'Neill. Hello. And this guy, Jan Bloom. Hello. And this guy, Stuart Lawler. Hello. Talk about the A to Z of life. Hello, and you are very welcome to episode number 38 of Blind Guys Chat. We're nearly there, lads. We're nearly at the 40th. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh my God, I need two 40s. more. I'm gonna, yeah. Do you know what I'm going to do on the 40th episode? I'm going to have a couple of beers during ah. the show. Do you oh, know, I thought you were a heaven. No, I don't. I, I don't drink during the. I don't drink before the show. I drink after the show. Oh. The after show party. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always nice. Yeah, so I'm going to have a few during the 40th episode. Ooh. Okay, but I That's thought you idea. were promising a nice jingle or something. But uh, there will be that too. Yeah, there will oh, be that too. Yeah. Don't go there just oh, yet. I've oh, that ship oh really? <laughs> you know, it's a, such a stormy uh, environment here. <laughs> it's so, cold. It's cold. Oh my god, it's windy. So you know, I got all windy in my head. You know. Oh my god, it's windy. It's absolutely oh, crazy. It's yeah. Terrible. We've had a terrible week. Of, well, not a terrible week of weather, but we, the latter half of the week has been terrible. Yeah, certainly in Ireland, we've had three storms. One of which we weren't warned about. Oh. Isn't that correct? What's is it Eunice, Eunice or, or, or Franklin? Uh, no, Fra- Frankie. Da, the, Frankie what was the, now, what was the eh? D one? The, Dora, oh, uh, Duddle, 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 Duddle. Was it Dudley? Dudley, Dudley, yeah. Dudley, I think it was Dudley came on Tuesday. And actually, funny, yesterday morning I went out, my went to leave my home to go and visit someone and literally stepped out the door and it was just... the staff. Yeah, it's the okay. And it was absolutely... Lashing. I just I said, there's no point. I was trying to walk to the train station, which was to 10 minutes walk from here. And I, I yeah. said, I can't. I just had to go back in and wait for it, wait for yeah. it to blow over. And obviously missed that train to get the next train. But just, you would have been just soaked. It, yeah. And it was wind and rain. It was horrible. Yeah. yeah. Today is what order, but uh, it, it was here on Friday. Then everyone had to be indoors at uh, two o'clock in the afternoon. The schools were closing at 12 and noon and there were no trains driving anymore um, after two until I think the next day even the trains were uh, yeah, not on, not on schedule. I think on Sunday they came back on, on track again. And it was really, uh, it was scary, to be honest. You know, when you heard the, the, the sound, it's, uh, you know, we, we have a chimney, of course, uh, for the Santa Claus. But um, you could hear the, uh, you know, the wind coming through it. And it was uh, sometimes, uh, yeah. And I suppose not, this not is, easy. Th- but this is all linking back, isn't it, to our conversation about climate change a couple of couple of yeah, shows ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, know, yeah this yeah. is what, this, uh, this is, and this is the reality, I, I, I assume, for the future, that we're going to have all these uh, big weather moments yeah, or weather the, the extremes. Eh? It's going mm. to, now. We have extreme this, then we have extreme heat or hot, uh, dry drought or dry. Oh, what is it? It is uh, no, it really. Uh, and also, heat. it was here the biggest storm after thirty years or something, or since thirty years or whatever. So it was really, uh, yeah. Well, we. I think the. I can't remember now. I was reading, but I can't remember if it's the O2 or was it, or is the O2 the Millennium Center yes, in the, the Millennium UK? Dome. Yeah, the roof oh. was destroyed, wasn't it? Yeah, right? is that now called the O2? Yeah, in London, is it? I think it's is, is the Millennium. Yeah, it, that's right. It was the Millennium Dome. It's now the O2. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. its roof was. Mm. Blown off, and here yeah. also the roof of our local f- uh, football club Ado Den Haag was also uh, uh, blown away, and that is right. um, one kilometer from here. So it was really wow. uh, yeah, yeah close by. Anybody injured? 
No, no, it was an empty stadium at that time. But uh, it was really uh, scary. And here uh, I live in an um, yeah um, area with uh, uh, quite some trees, and uh, a couple of them were were uh, you know uh, fully falling down. So that was great. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Gosh. Yeah, and also a lot of um, how do in Dutch we say dakpan, but but it's the tile on the roof. Uh, do oh, you the slates. Slates, yeah, yeah. They yeah. were also uh, a lot of houses. They were, you know, the whole ridge yeah. from the, yeah, they, they, they fall down. And uh, if and you have them on your uh, car or whatever, you, or sim when you walk, uh, walking by, hoo la la. And it can be scary, counted as a blind person. I guess if you guys are with your dogs, they will hopefully navigate you or stop in front of a fallen branch and either yeah. get you around it or just stop. But uh, if you're using Not the cane, judging by my dog this week. No. <laughs> oh, really? Oh. <laughs> my. Larry, Larry just said, I'm went, not going out. Larry and I went for a walk earlier in the week and we ended up in somebody's driveway. Oh, well, He just wants to go in and have a chat with them. Yeah, and I had, to ring, I had to ring Claude and say, come get me, I don't know where I am. <laughs> and Larry was like, I don't know. Larry's do, like, this do, is great crack. You, you, do the, you do the guiding. You start this out. <laughs> <laughs> Larry says, I'm having a bit of crack. And was here. it then also stormy, uh, Oren, or was it a normal uh, It was day? beginning, I think it was on Wednesday and it was beginning to get a bit stormy. So it wasn't... I think the storm was to hit later in the evening, so this oh. was early evening. So there was no problem. He just he just decided, oh, I like to like it. I like to look at this okay. driveway. Let's, he, let's, he wanted uh, to have his own own party in yeah. a way. And okay. he also uh, just to let you know, if you're listening, uh, Leo, <laughs> this is uh, Larry's uh, great friend up at the corner house. Okay, Larry left you a Valentine's card, oh. but you haven't reciprocated yet. Leo, I get that sorted this week. Uh, and and also, Chef... Uh, uh, it said, I love your furry butt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, chef also sent a Valentine uh, a toy or a, a present to his uh, girlfriend, of course. To his oh, really? Next oh, well, yeah, the dog yeah. next door, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, to Fifi, yeah. Fifi. Yeah. Yeah. Candlelight dinner for two. Oh, great, great stuff <laughs> going on here, guys. <laughs> they, they finish dinner before you have put it in, you know. It's all done. <laughs> we got a good reaction to our last show with the uh, Revolut app and LinkedIn. Oh, and I, I, I knew those. I knew Salim and Dave would, would come and help us because those oh. guys are really good. So. Yeah, and um, um, a few others uh, on Twitter tweeted us and said what, what they use it for. Oh, uh, but I thought I'd start with telling a, 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 what could be end up to be a long story, but I won't make it a long story. But this did last for two hours of my entire life. Okay, last you know, we only have an hour for the Friday. whole show this yeah. week. Oh, oh, so oh, just oh, give us yeah. the condensed right. version of whatever you well, want to tell us. Well, I don't remember if I don't think I mentioned this in the last podcast, but maybe I. You I mentioned nothing, you know. You all keep I, this for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so I've yeah. been experiencing this problem with uh, the Apple AirPods. The. Well, I, th oh. I, I thought maybe it was the new generation three pods I got, but it turns out it's not. So there is a system on the between the phone and the Apple Watch, or and I presume other Apple devices, where if you're wearing your AirPods and you move from one device to another, uh, let's say you're playing music or something uh, from on your iPhone, and you then move over to your Apple Watch. The AirPods should then automatically pair with the Apple Watch, and then when you start mm. using your iPhone again, the AirPods should pair. It should 
uh, ultimately uh, switch over, uncouple themselves, or switch over automatically. Yeah. So it's meant to be magic, okay. And that that is correct to a certain extent. Oh, uh, so it does work. But what <laughs> I discovered this week is that it will switch over to, let's say, your from your iPhone to your Apple Watch, and you will hear your music or whatever you're listening to, and mm-hmm. you will also hear voiceover. Probably for no more than, I would say, 20 seconds. And then voiceover reverts back to being audible from the Apple Watch speaker. So you can't hear voiceover on your AirPods. You can hear everything else on your AirPods Mm -hmm. when you're using one, but you can't hear voiceover. So I was a bit peeved by this. And I thought, is it me? Is there a way to switch it over? Am I doing something wrong? Mm. And I decided, well, I, I put it out there on Twitter. A few people came back and said they were experiencing the same problem. And let me let me just briefly explain why I think this is necessary. And I found this recently because Stuart did introduce me to Apple Pay on the Apple Watch, which Indeed. I think is brilliant. Mm. But I did find myself, and I think it was the weekend after we published our last episode, Claude and I were out, we were, we were in a shopping mall and I was buying something and I decided I was going to pay by my Apple Watch. Yeah. And I did. I hit the side button twice and I could hear something. But And it was voiceover saying, which I, I think it says, point near reader or hover over near reader or something like that. But what I found was the noise in the in the shopping mall that I was in was, was there were quite not a huge amount of people. It wasn't like Christmas or anything, but it was a bit difficult to hear the watch. So I wasn't sure what Apple the Apple Watch was saying to me. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, why can't I just use my AirPods when I'm doing this? So that when I double tap on my side button for the Apple Pay app, then I'll hear it in my AirPods and it, you know, very close to mirrors and I'll know, yeah, okay, just hover over the reader wherever that is. Yeah. So with that, I decided to ring Apple. And this is where I spent two hours. So okay. first of all, the interesting thing about this was I started with Apple support on Twitter. And in fairness to them, they were conversing with me quite regularly. Mm. But they kind of gave up. <laughs> and I knew they would. And their last tweet was... Please call us. Uh, Thanks for reaching out to Apple support. We suggest that you call your local uh, Apple support dealer, which for your in your case is in the UK. So how much did that cost you? Oh, look, money to me. Yeah, well, I know. Yeah, a lot of euros. Because I usually get it from your bank account. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So anyway, I got onto the Apple support and was quickly put onto Apple accessibility, where I met a very nice man mm. who, uh, it turns out, I got him, more or less, got him a promotion because of this. Okay, then they should definitely give you a few quid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we spent two hours on the phone, going back and forth and explaining the problem to him. And in fairness to him, he got, he understood what I was talking about fairly quickly, which was great because you know how most people, if you're trying to explain anything kind of accessible, Mm. whether it's audio description, whether it's anything to do with screen readers, you could get somebody who hasn't a clue what you're talking about, but yet they work for that accessibility department. What is voiceover, they ask, you know? Yeah. So this man went through with his own Apple Watch, which was a Series 7 and uh, an iPhone, and he tested it, and he, and he said, yes, you're right, this is not doing what it should do. I don't know why. It sounds like Bluetooth is kicking, you know, is disconnecting from your AirPods, or your AirPods are kicking 
kicking out or, or, or just disconnecting of their own free will after 10 to 20 seconds. Mm. Um, uh, so we did a whole diagnostic thing three times on my iPhone. And actually, this is the first time I've used this. I didn't, I didn't realize that Apple could actually remote into your, well, not remote in, but you could share your, your screen, which I did. I shared my screen with Apple support. So you're, you're he was kidding. able to guide of your me through. Voice, of your telephone? Yeah. So this is all on the phone, and he and he just sent me out a a, um, a link, a link, right? Like, and I just uh, well, not a, not even an email link. It just popped up, just a link popped up on my phone, uh, I, and it said, "Do you agree?" And I went, "Yes." And he said, "Okay, I can see your screen now." This and he is said, really He said, "Swipe three times, or go back to settings, or we need to go because we had to go into the the profile settings and the analytics and all that." And could he also d- d- uh, operate it from no, his side? No, he could not. No, he could. He not, could only he could see. Not. You could only see. Now, the interesting thing was when we connected the first time, he said, uh, are we connected? And I said, yeah, as far as I know. I, pr- I pressed the, the OK button and he said, well, I can't see your screen. And I said, oh, I said, I don't he's know blind. what that is. And he's, he's blind. He's blind. He's blind. He blind. <laughs> and he said, you have the screen have curtain got, on. Have you got screen curtain on? And I said, uh, oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. So, I, ah, so okay. even with screen curtain on, he couldn't see it. So... We Whoa, went through this true. diagnostic three times. He wrote up a report, and throughout all this, he was trawling through his his group in Apple support, his colleagues. And one of his colleagues was was talking to him and saying, "Yeah, I, I, I've seen this because uh, he did. Ha- he had a very far, a hard time of finding this issue in in any of the groups uh, with his colleagues, but he did find it eventually and said, "Yeah, there's there's something here about." Uh, this issue and it, it it does seem but there doesn't seem to be any solution okay. to it yet and i'm going to try and find a solution for you so i, I was on and off to you know listen to the terrible music and that and for this two-hour period oh, oh, and he came oh, back to me towards oh. the end and he said um it looks like you've just got me a promotion and i said oh really <laughs> said, you really said, said yeah. that it was just talking to one of my colleagues who it turns out i have i thought was working in my division but hap- but isn't anymore and has moved into the engineering division which is where I'm trying to get your issue to. Ah. And I said, I was just t- I've just been talking to him, and he said, what are you doing? What's the problem? And he told him what's the problem. He said, what are you doing with the customer? And I said, I'm doing this. I'm doing diagnostics. I'm writing this report. And this guy said to him, you should come into the engineering division because this is exactly what we would do no. if we were on the phone with your colleague. So, or, or I suppose my, my question is, and that's all very well for him, and, and you, you've, you've helped his career progression. Where does that leave you with your problem? Because presumably it's still there. Uh, the problem is still there. So he said to me that uh, if Apple had a fix for the problem, mm-hmm. that I would hear back from him within 72 hours. We've gone past the 72-hour mark. Oh. And if not, then... Then you will get it was the most likely to get a free iPod, uh, free Apple, for, uh, um, free uh, Apple, Apple Pad, okay. uh, free Apple Watch uh, for the next ten years. Uh, but it would be a rollout for uh, in the next, in hopefully update. in the next uh, update. I would strongly suggest to anybody that's having issues with Apple with their Apple device to report the issue now. Okay. Okay, this may maybe people are thinking, oh, this isn't really a big issue, you know. It's, so what if you can't hear? But, but, but it's an issue. But if it's an issue for it's you, issue. it's a big issue. Like if it's yeah. A, but, uh, but if this guy couldn't find this issue and it exists, it's not something that I that is belong to my. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me also say, it's not something that we found to be belong to just 
um, AirPods Generation 3. Because he did AirPods his Generation yeah. 2, which um, uh, somebody else said it's not working. It's doing the same thing on Generation 2. And he had AirPods Generation... Uh, he had Pro, AirPods Pro. Ooh. And we went from an Apple iWatch Series 3 all the way through to my one, which is a 6, and his one is a 7. So it's not. Okay. it was nothing to do with the, techno- with, the, with the devices. It was just, it's just not written in the code or there's something wrong. So I think, yeah. you know, we should be a little bit more proactive in reporting these things so that it's not just me or a few people who, hmm. who bother to, you know, report this and, you know, it's yeah, a, maybe it'll get fixed, maybe it won't. But it's interesting, Orin, about the experience you had because yeah. Steve Jobs in his biography uh, and it's really interesting, you know, there's a lot of discussion in that book. He talks about how customer service was a huge thing and how the whole Apple experience. Now, he, they were more talking about, it, about if you're going into an Apple store that, it, you know, I suppose making a purchase is just one thing. You should be experiencing the Apple, the Apple culture or whatever. And it sounds like you kind of got that on the phone. Yeah, I would, I would agree. Now, whether I get it the next time, I don't know. Yeah. It's just this this particular gentleman was taking a very keen interest and I suppose the fact that that he was able he was able to reproduce it very quickly once I had explained to him what I was talking about yeah. he he understood it pretty pretty fast and he yeah. was able to say yeah that's happening that's exactly the same on my device. No, that's good too. No, so, I, I, I will be curious. And I mean, look, well done to Apple support and clearly, and you've had a good experience. I will be curious to, to think, to see how long before that is actually fixed, exactly. before, yeah. before you get I that I totally fixed. agree. So yeah. let's, let's see. I mean, look. Because the early experiences we had also company-wise is that when you reported problems, and still we have a lot of voiceover issues, also yeah. with Braille, for yeah. example, they are not really being... Uh, set up high priority I, I agree and actually yeah, yeah. it's interesting because I cannot believe and this is not braille display specific by the way this yeah. is just braille no, full stop yeah, yeah, I yeah. cannot believe how impossible it is in particular to write an email in, Bra- yeah. in the mail app and actually it's not just mm. the mail app it's in Microsoft Outlook for, uh, for um, iOS uh, exactly for iOS as well uh-huh. and I think think it's but but like you you write and focus jumps all over the place yeah uh, speech and braille read different things it's mm. very bad the same also with the in the google site you know also with the development of braille back you know yeah. and and, yeah. and also with talk back etc the, the the team uh, is very powerful and they are very keen to uh, make it more on a higher level but they simply cannot uh, get all the support you know from google itself it's uh yeah, when it's not set as a high priority or whatever, then it's uh, simply not going to work. What else has happened this week? I heard a rumor, a dirty rumor, Ooh. that Stuart Lawler switched from Windows rumor. 10 to, to Windows 11. I did. I, I upgraded uh, last last Sunday, actually, on my it's desktop. It's still active. It's still active. It's still active. So I my desktop, and this is interesting just for anyone who wants to do this, my desktop is 2015. And at the time, it was a powerful machine. It's like it's an i5. It's 8 gig of RAM. It's still very powerful. i5? Yeah. I, I, I spec'd it up at the time. Um, but it doesn't have on it something called the TPM chip, which is called the Trusted Performance module yeah which i believe I is, a, as well. is a new chip that sits on the motherboard but that windows 11 needs to have it's some kind of a security chip i know some mm. guy, somebody will probably email us in and tell us exactly what it is i'd say salim knows what it is probably salim. yeah so salim no pressure um so basically i don't have this and somebody told me of a little script that you can get which basically i guess it makes the installer think you have it and sure enough it worked. And I was ah. conscious that 
I could have broken my desktop, which I kind of do use. But no, it worked fine. Everything was preserved. And I am have been running Windows 11 for about a week. And in general, it's been OK. I haven't used it enough to really comment on it at any length because I was away. Now for I, I get a little bit curious. In general, it sounds OK, you know. What kind of enhancements are we talking about? Um, I, so there's a new notification center, which uh, you press by getting oh, to Windows Oh, for Windows, Windows 11. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. there are some new funky, a very minimalistic, I would say, sounds. That's what I've been told. Very minimalistic yeah, yeah. sounds. Ah, so good. it's definitely booting faster than Windows 10. Ooh. So we'll see. Um, I, I'll come back with a bit more of a, a thorough piece of it in the next show. But I, the upgrade went well. And if anybody is interested, you can obviously download the, um, the upgrade tool, which creates an ISO file, which essentially is like a CD or, um, or DVD. And you uh, you just run that from, from the download. And you can also, because if anyone is upgrading from Windows 10, it's a free upgrade anyway. So Interesting. Good. Now, if you remember on our last podcast, we were moaning or, as we say in Ireland, whinging oh, about it, several things. Yeah. And one of the things well, that... We were giving our opinions. We were giving in, constructive in, feedback. In Dutch, we about. say sure. You know, sure. I, I prefer yeah. sure than whinging. Nee, sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> so one of the things we were talking about was the inaccessibility of LinkedIn. And Ooh. we got a response from a gentleman who has uh, sent us an email before, but he sent us another email. We and instead him of the first just time. We ignored him the first time, yeah. Because yeah, right. uh, he, didn't, he didn't send anything with us, uh, with, with the email. Uh, so, so <laughs> only joking. Uh, yeah. So this time, instead of just reading out the email, we decided that we'd love to talk to this gentleman because he is in Kentucky. Erin uh, Linson... You are in Kentucky. That's I'm correct in that, haven't I? Yes, you are. The most important question I have to ask you is: yeah. uh, Can you maybe suggest some good Kentucky bourbons that I might like? Uh, I think they all are pretty good. There you go. Or you're going to have to go. drink them yeah. all. So you just got to you just got to you know shot shot them all. Shot there you go. Shot them all. Yeah. Yeah. I well, welcome on the answer. show, Aaron. Welcome, welcome on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah welcome yeah. to the Good show. Good to have you. Good impression, yeah. First time, yeah. yeah. So, Aaron, we, we are keen to start, and I know we want to talk a lot about you, but you did get in touch about LinkedIn. Yeah. And yes. you have had, actually, kind of the opposite experience to us. You find LinkedIn, I think, if I'm not mistaken, you find it quite accessible, and you you even have a podcast about it on your own podcast uh, yes. feed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but... And but, but I, I, I'm very curious to know more about your experience of LinkedIn. So as a recruiter, um, I work Ah. for uh, Amazon in their AWS, uh, Amazon Web Services Department. And I specifically use Recruiter, uh, LinkedIn Recruiter, and other tools to find uh, candidates for specific jobs that were working within AWS. (laughs) And so that means I go and look at their profiles, look at their names, uh, look at the relevant positions that they're holding, how many years uh, in their about profile section, what they've written, see if they you know, are who they say they are, if they have the skills that they say they do. And then it's a way to get in contact with them to even uh, get them interested in the job or see if they might have an internal connection or referral that they can refer me to for a position. Um, and that's not the only way, but that is the main way that um, I use uh, LinkedIn. 
you can think of LinkedIn as your digital resume, where you would have your resume within uh, a Word, a Word document or a Notepad document. LinkedIn is a good way to to have that out in the millions of front of the millions of people that are on uh, professionals are on LinkedIn. How do you get noticed on LinkedIn? How do you sort of, uh, you know, is there anything you can tell us? Let's Believe say me, you don't want to be noticed. <laughs> on LinkedIn. So said, do, does do you really want to be noticed? What what should we do? Connect with people within industries that you're interested in. So, Stuart, I, I was looking in your email signature and oh. noticed oh. that oh, you know I'm a bit nervous, lads. It, right, that you know you're into digital digital media. And yeah. you're in the AT field. So my first suggestion to you would be look up competitors to your company in your area and uh, you know, connect with the people that are in digital media or even just connect with the company in general. Uh, look up people that are outside of your interest um, that might have the same interests as far as personal interests as you and connect to them with through that way and just kind of connect with as many people uh, that catch your fancy. If you're just starting out, uh, you know, that's the best way to get noticed and the best way to potentially um, culminate a relationship, uh, a partnership or working relationship with somebody. Yeah. And do you need to be active like posting, uh, reposting yeah, and, good, and good uh, sharing, etc.? Or, or do feel p- people feel bored? Oh, there you have him again or whatever. You right. Know? You know, I've noticed I haven't been posting on it a lot, obviously, because my work <laughs> takes, <laughs> takes priority. But um, I, I've started to follow a few accounts, some digital accessibility accounts that just post some really good articles and post some really good information. Mm. Um, the top, top tech tidbits, the flying by oh, yeah. oh, tidbits, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I'll, I'll repost those and I'll, I will ask questions to my community and just kind of see what in, the engagement is. Um, there's a bunch of different groups that you can uh, follow to and just kind of get to know people kind of just like you would on with Facebook. And so, you know, you get more engagement if you post a lot on a professional level. So you find articles that might be interesting to you. you know, why do they interest you? What is something that you've learned from the articles uh, just yeah. to get engagement or to, you don't want to, you want to differentiate LinkedIn from Facebook or Twitter. Yeah, LinkedIn is more of a professional site. So you want to, when you're posting, you know, here's something I've learned and here's the reasons why. Whereas in Facebook, it's more of a informal uh, uh, communications platform. LinkedIn is a more professional, more formal mm-hmm. communications platform. Okay. So are, are you suggesting then that the the accessibility to, to navigate around the LinkedIn uh, desktop app is, is actually pretty good? Tabbing is not the best way to... Use do everything use the computer or anything um I, I am against tabbing just to go through a web page because you're going to spend more time figuring that out than you are anything so um, what do you use then? so i like you know when i with any web page um headings are the usually the first Excellent. thing that i go yeah, to great um yeah. you know great that gives tip. me yeah that gives me just the, the bare bones minimum information then i can scroll down figuring out what's there 
Um, you know, just, just like any other web page, you memorize it, you've been on it long enough, you know your key commands, you can move just as quickly as anybody else. Um, and so, for instance, on LinkedIn Recruiter, I know specific keyboard commands and I can jump through specific things. Um, when it comes to like moving around the, the page, um, headings really work well to get to the different sections. Um, there's an about section where you can write uh, what what you are, what you're about, what what your interests are um, on professional level. Do you level. use then, sorry, Aaron? Do you use oh, then yeah. also the find feature uh, within JAWS? Yes, you know, that you, yes, yeah, it, that's about, a good way to you do type it too. In find and then uh, yeah. about or yeah. control F. Sorry. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think some of the st things that I, I certainly struggled with when I was updating, tr trying to update my LinkedIn bio last time, and I did it eventually, but just adding oh, adding updating. a job, adding a adding some job, some um, areas to a job, for example, five mm -hmm. or six different tasks um, or bullet points in terms mm -hmm. of things I did. Mm. It, it just wasn't very clear how to do that. Um, right. But, but may, you know, maybe it's improved. That was it has months ago. It has improved, uh, you know, just like any other piece of software, any application on the iPhone or Android, whatever, you know, they're always going to come out with new versions of it and they may break stuff. Um, I know on my side, and I've had an issue with this before where I've tried to add a note to a, to a, a profile hmm. for a colleague and that button doesn't show up. It's there, but when you're clicking it, that doesn't, it doesn't do anything. Ah. Um and I tend to, and the weird thing is LinkedIn has an accessibility page and I know they're owned by Microsoft, but it seems oh. like they don't understand no. the, what accessibility means. And so, you know, you uh, kind of have to, heard that before. exactly, no, I, exactly. So you're going to have to go through, first time. exactly. Yeah. First time. So, yeah. you know, uh, can you take a picture of what's going on? It really doesn't help. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know how many times um, yeah. that that's happened to me. It's like, but then you get to the point where I've had, I've kept the issue going and all that, and, and I've gotten it resolved. And then I've actually got in touch with a couple of developers and said, hey, these are the things that need to be fixed. And I've actually seen them fixed. So, mm -hmm. you know, the wall moves a little bit as we yeah. just keep keep going. Um, but, okay. you know, it's it's fairly usable. I would say, Stuart, if you're going to add um, information to a job posting, don't do bullet points. Just kind of do them in small little paragraphs. Okay. Some people can. And some what some people have done, too, is they have taken, um, like, put it in a Word document yeah. and and then cut and pasted, pasted it, it or copied yeah. and pasted it's it. also done, yeah. And so there's that way to do it, too. But then, you know, I'm I would be interested to know – from a visual standpoint, how that looks because sure, yeah. sure. You know, yeah. all that yeah. formatting context. And that's, of course, where you can use things like the text analyzer, which I believe yes. in Jaws is one of the most undersold features. It is yeah. just mm -hmm. fantastic. Jaws tip, press Windows plus Alt plus letter I or insert plus spacebar plus letter A. That's where, in my opinion, Braille comes in as well, because then you can notice that as you can notice that uh, those things as well. And I, yeah. I, I'm a very avid uh, Braille user myself. Okay, so. great. Oh, we uh, like you already. Uh, oh, you, yeah. we, it's yes. really a nice match I, with our team. You know? Yes, it's really good. I, yeah. I, I couldn't. I don't see how I could do my job without it. I, I really don't. Great, great. 
in his I actually feel, yeah. Aaron, happier now in yeah. the last few minutes of what you've been talking about with LinkedIn. <laughs> so I'm going to go and yeah. maybe tackle well, uh, my profile over the weekend. Yeah, and the, 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 uh, the LinkedIn application on iOS, you know, I've noticed with, within a lot of applications, the buttons have gotten smaller. They haven't been the size that they are. And I think what they've been doing is they've just made the mm-hmm. buttons the, as small as the text is. So sometimes, yes, it is kind of difficult to find where a button is. You might have to do a little bit more swiping than you're used to. But, mm-hmm. you know, it can be done. Okay. That's good. Yeah. That's, That's good. good. Yeah, I think uh, LinkedIn will also give us mm-hmm. now some. I think they will uh, donate to do something, I think, to us. Uh, yeah. You know, they, this they, is they an, almost to. a nice promo for to. it, you know. Is, yes, you yeah, think they it might, is. They might, they might fund um, a program for Stuart uh, to get away from liking show tunes and perhaps liking the Beatles? What's wrong with my show tunes? Nothing wrong with show tunes. You know, you, you know, I've tried to watch that on Disney Plus and I haven't gotten to that yet. Disney and, I, and I don't know if I can. I, I really don't know if I can. And, okay. and, and it's just, oh. Are you saying I, you're not a Beatles fan? Uh, not. Aaron, I, I, you know, I, I would have to agree with, with, with what Come Stuart on, has said Aaron. before. Let it be. Let this guy no. off the show. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Can't hear you anymore, Aaron. Anyway, no. Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> Distraction on the line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, but uh, uh, how do you do mobility, uh, Aaron? Uh, uh, do, are yeah. you using a cane or with uh, some nice add-ons or whatever? Or uh, <laughs> a, a nice, um, well, four. A nice furry, f- furry four-legged friend there. Yeah, now, for um, example. I so I had a guide dog way back when for a little while for seven okay. months, and um, she died of a heart failure that the oh, agency oh didn't tell me about. Oh. And so I, I've been using um, a cane for a while, and I mm. you know, so I I weigh the benefits and uh, the cons and pros of both at the same time. Yeah. Um, but I work from home right now. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I feel that going and getting a dog, while there's a, <laughs> there'd be a lot of pros to it, um, you know, it's it's not for me at the time because that dog could go to somebody else that could you know need it at mm. this point. That's a fair point. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. No, it is. There are pros and cons, and I'm yeah. I'm also st- uh, um, the chef is my first guide dog still. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. Uh, I, and I, but I'm, I'm more um, convinced. Um, well, I'm, I'm very happy with him these mm-hmm. days. It's really, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, cool. I'm, I, I really enjoyed it. But it needs to fit in your life, you know. That's really right. true. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have a podcast, Aaron, uh, and we were just talking about this before we started yes. recording because you did a review of the We Walk cane. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what's your view of that? Do we really need to reinvent something that gives us enough feedback? Uh, if you take away, well, if you if you start modifying, adding a sonar sensor on the device and speech output that you can really barely hear, are you taking away from the tactile features that the cane already provides? Um, that's what I noticed when when using it. Not to mention the fact that if you break a shaft, uh, the the cane part of it, not the handle if you break the cane shaft of it um it is more expensive to get that shaft um repaired or or sent a new one than it is to just to buy a completely new cane we're talking um a completely new cane depending on your preference on uh, aluminum fiberglass or graphite 
anywhere from fifty to sixty, fifty to seventy dollars in the U.S. Um, sorry, I don't know what that is in in, in other countries. Um, um, it, all the way up to from WeWalk getting just the new shaft uh, anywhere from four hundred to five hundred dollars, depending whoa, on depending whoa, on the wow. length. Oh, my goodness. Whoa, whoa. Now, yes, wait, because yeah. because I thought you could fit the top onto certainly the Ambutech canes. I didn't yes, think you had to you can. Yeah, you can. But then again, you have to, um, there's a lot, I even tried that, I even bought an additional cane to try that with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of experimenting you, you have to do to get the uh, little screw nub thing on on it. And if you're not precise, you can get slack in the in the elastic band and then it just not work. And there's it's a lot of work to get that. Uh, correct. Uh, there's other things out there, like the Sunu band, um, that I think do a a, a better job. Mm. I tried the Zunu band also for a while, but but mm-hmm. I gave it back also. Uh, so. Yeah, I yeah. did too. And and that was it's an interesting interesting concept. Yeah. Um, and I like it better than I would. Yeah, you know, I would much rather have that on my wrist than a. Than a different than the same thing in a cane, um, yeah. but I found that the buttons kind of wore at a specific time if if you rub them a lot or if you if you use them a lot, mm-hmm. um, and then the battery started decreasing, and then the whole thing just kind of for what you're paying for it, I, I would like a little bit more customization as far as yeah, the, yeah, str- okay. the strap and yeah. and more. Uh, Different material. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I personally found the the uh, the sonar, uh, the position of the the uh, device to mm-hmm. be in the wrong, yeah. to be in the wrong location on the strap. Yeah, because you mm-hmm. you yeah. kind of have to hold your hand in a particular way, and I yeah. found it quite you tiring. Need to, yeah, yeah, right. exactly. And then when because I I wanted to have it also for, for indoors, you know, that yeah. you don't yes. bump into a door or whatever, you know, and mm-hmm. that. Uh, that I, I was always too late and still bumped into yeah, everything, yeah. you know. <laughs> right, right. Then I throwed, right, uh, you know. Then it's not helping. And outdoors, I don't want to. Uh, no, I didn't feel so good with it. As mm-hmm. Well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but 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 since you are, you are, uh, uh, you say or, or you said that you are now working from home. Uh, how did you become uh, a professional uh, blind uh, guy? You know, some people say, "Oh, well, yeah, you know, it is not always uh, possible to get a professional job." I have my bachelor's degree um, of science in music with a concentration in audio production and a minor in communications. Whoa! Wow. Um, And I wanted to get my niche into acoustic recordings um, uh, because I love uh, bluegrass music. I'm a bluegrass musician as well. Um, Sorry, can I just stop you for one second? Yes, sir. One second, Stuart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. This guy is a professional musician. Well, he got great. Continue he could, there. He uh, got uh, jingles for us then. Here well, we God go. Knows you can't. Oh. Uh, go ahead. Aaron. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, 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 oh. oh gosh. I'm going to go to HR. Right. Oh, I was going to say, where's uh, the HR person? Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's he he's he can't help you. Um, <laughs> I can help you more than <laughs> I can help you more than he. Can. Aaron can. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a proper <laughs> HR, HR guy. I'm sure. So I was fine. I was finding I was finding 
that my foothold to get into the to that wasn't going where I was wanting to go, wanting it to go. Mm. Um, I was always told by my audio professor, "Look, you can do this. Uh, you have the ear to do it, mm. but you're going to have to chase money." I didn't want to chase money. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 I'm not doing that. So, you know, I, I had a, a, a few, and I could see a little bit more now than I than I than uh, then um, than I can now. But um, so I had a few couple odds and ends jobs here and there, and then I kind of fell into this recruiting uh, game mm. uh, from a company called the Sourcing Foundation. They are still up and running at the moment. And um, so you go and you get certified to do this. And the interesting thing about going through the Sourcing Foundations course rather than other courses available that are out there, the Sourcing Foundation course shows you how to do everything without using any sort of tools. So using Google, uh, using Google, using Bing, using DuckDuckGo, mm. um, and really deep diving you into you don't have to have any tools at all to do this, and then putting you into a place where you're using those tools and using uh, using that mindset and using those concepts to actually go and find people. Once I finished with that course. Um, which took me three months to do. Um, I was dropped into the Sourcing Foundation's uh, contract, sourcing uh, contract positions, um, mm. where I got my feet wet into doing this and realized very quickly that I could source, which is basically the act of finding passive candidates, which are people that may be looking for the right thing mm -hmm. you just have to get them at the right time so let's just say they're working at say delta airlines right mm -hmm. and they hate their job because their boss is just always micromanaging them and yeah, yeah. they don't like the culture i go to them or let's just say Jan goes to them saying hey you know i've got this better position at southwest airlines and it pays 20,000 more than you're getting. Are you interested? Mm -hmm. And then wow. you start that process. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. yeah. And so mm -hmm. and so I did a various different industries, and then I got into IT sourcing and recruiting, um, and then I got into a little bit more of healthcare recruiting, which is, <laughs> you think IT information technology has a bunch of acronyms. Go try and look at healthcare. They've got, I mean, yeah. they get everything from A to Z, and even... <laughs> Even A has its own acronym. Um, and, you, and you have Latin and Greek language. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. 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 Yeah. And now I'm back into, um, now with Amazon, in the information technology field, um, looking for what we call SD2 and SD3 um, software developers. It has changed my life, yeah. guys. And, to, and, and, and yeah. may I ask, do you feel limitations due to the fact that you are um, still having a cross you know in, in a way uh, or a cross you know uh, you still have to deal with some extra yeah uh, uh, things not necessarily Good. so 
you know, I don't really mention the fact to employers yeah. um, that I have a visual impairment because that's not what's important in this. The, 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 the most important thing is that you can get the job done and that you can do it uh-huh. now. Right. You know, yeah. brilliant. The thing, yeah. great the guys. Thing, yeah, the the thing is though, a lot of I, I do want to touch on this that the DEI factor, which is the the, the diversity, equality, and inclusion factor, mm-hmm. is sometimes skin deep, and they don't look yes. past mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If Absolutely. your company window, window dressing or exactly just a box. exactly. Yeah. So yeah. if your yeah. company and and there's a lot been a lot of companies that I've turned down positions um, because of that, and I could tell that, and you know, if your company is is inclusive. It needs to show it. You need to show it. If you put yourself out there as, well, I'm worthless, I can't do anything, or I don't have skills, mm. then nobody's going to choose you. If you put yourself out there as Stuart, the digital media accessibility guy. That's another guy. You know. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Completely different. Sorry, Stuart. Completely different, Stuart. It's all right. Yeah. Right. I'll buy you a pass. Right. Ooh, yeah. Another one. And, and then, you know, you can, you, you have, and you have the skills to back it up. And you've got yeah. pr- references yeah, that say, true. yeah, and, and he can do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah, proven, yeah, yeah. and proven to work. Then why not? Yeah. So you're working, at the moment, you're working for, for Amazon at home, is that the way it's going to continue for you, or will you have to go? You will you go back into an office at any stage? Sure, it's the way it's going to continue uh, through the future and through this whole experience. Um, with starting with my first company, which was Hireforce, um, it's all been remote. Would you, for example, ever meet your boss or your colleagues, or is that all online? Um, it's all done online. I suppose, again, during the pandemic, we've all had that right. change. Maybe I, I went a whole year and a half without seeing my boss. And then we met in October and I was like, well, meeting again in person was very strange. But right. I guess if that's your normal, then that's just the way it is. Yeah, right. he couldn't yeah. believe he'd hired you originally. He couldn't. <laughs> right. He was like, I, um, I, I, I hired this guy. HR. Why? I'm writing an email to them right now. He is, <laughs> we, we are talking to HR, to be honest. <laughs> Aaron, can you represent me? Uh, Well, well, you know, I'll have to need, uh, I'll need at least five personal references from you, Stuart. I I can give you any number. They're a big retainer. Verify my credentials. What percentage of the, this is a big question, you probably may Mm -hmm. not know that, what percentage of the visually impaired community in the States are Mm -hmm. are not working at at this time? Is that, that available? So we throw around the percentage of 70% still. Uh, if you go to the National Federations of the Blinds uh, webpage, they still have that up. I think that statistic is a little bit lower, but I haven't seen anything. I, I, I want some new data on that because, yeah. you know, we, we, talk, we t- toss that around as that's still the norm. I don't believe it is. Mm. It, I'm, I'm really interested to hear you say that because in Ireland, and I don't know what it's like in the Netherlands, Jan, but mm-hmm. in Ireland, the, the the number is quoted or is put out at something around 80 percent, 85. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's accurate because and the, and this is maybe a bit controversial. So we might get emails in about this. The problem with that 85 percent is it includes a lot of people who, for a variety mm-hmm. of reasons, 
will yeah. never work. They're yeah. of right. working age, but they will never yeah, work. Never and work, I think exactly. when you take that crowd out, yeah. and, and, it's not, and it's no criticism of them, the, the right. numbers will sit somewhere around 60. Well, and and of course, that's still too high, but still, it's right. a lot better than 85. Right. And I also want yeah. to know, too, you know, my biggest thing with these, uh, with these, and uh, no, uh, no issues to any of the people that work in these organizations, but mm. the, I like to call them the blindy organizations. So, like your National Federation of the Blinds or your, your American mm. Council of the Blinds, yeah. is they, and I know why they do it, but because they're nonprofit organizations or they say they are, but. Yeah. They're relying on funding. They, yeah. they rely on funding, yes. One side you have them saying to blind people, you can do basically live the life you want, yeah. and here's how we do it, and have all these sessions on that. But then on the other hand, oh, we need you to help these poor blind people because they can't help themselves. Well, I'm sorry, mm. excuse me. You can't have it both ways. It needs to mm. either go one way or the other. Aaron, I forgot to ask you, what's the podcast called? Sure. The podcast is called um, AbilityCast, and it's on Anchor.fm for the moment. And I will give you um, the link. Great. Great. We will Stick listen it in the to show it. notes. Yeah. There's an yeah. action for Oren. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> that's good. <laughs> well, it was an interesting uh, story, Aaron. Uh, in sure. this way, it, uh, and I'm, I'm sure I, I, I want to encourage listeners to listen also to your podcast eh, after they have done. Yeah, hours, definitely. Of course. It's really yeah. good. And, really and good. by awesome. the way, thank you. Uh, and Aaron, what I like is the episodes are nice and short. You know, they're yeah, yes. 13, 15 minute long episodes. So they're really great. Listen to it as you're having mm-hmm. your lunch or whatever. It's yeah, great. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And there's going to be more series. Um, I just kick-started my series on, on LinkedIn. So I'm going to be doing more of those oh, uh, in, in the upcoming okay. ones. Oh, okay. Oh. okay. Uh, maybe what, what, what we should all do then, yeah. the guys, on this show is just maybe we'll all tackle our LinkedIn bios over the next couple of weeks and see how we're getting sure. on. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if people need help, you know, um, more than willing to contact, contact okay. me. And I don't mind giving uh, information out um, a- as well. Okay. Orin will be on to you straight away. I was just about to say, uh, women and children first after me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Chef, Chef is looking uh, for another, you know, he wants to have a new boss. First. Uh, before we wrap up, uh, yeah. we have to. We do have to ask you this because yeah. we forgot. I forgot to ask it at the uh, beginning. Was you're in Kentucky? Please tell us what the, tell us what the weather is like. Exactly. You know, I was well, I was wondering when that was going to be thrown out, and yeah. I was actually <laughs> well before the recording. I told you already what the situation right. is. So, right, yeah. right, right. Well, it's gotten much better. But uh, you know, I I was wondering. You know, should I say anything? Should I not? Ah, no, I'm <laughs> yeah. not going to say anything. Yeah, you know, yeah. but no, it's the uh, you know, Mother Nature doesn't know what she's doing over here. Oh, oh. Um, so, yeah, for the past two days, it's been whatever it is in uh, Celsius, but it's been anywhere from 65 to 63 degrees Fahrenheit to today where it's been 20 degrees. Uh, oh. Uh, and it's been really ridiculously cold yeah Fahrenheit okay 20 Fahrenheit is cold okay Aaron thank you very much I really do appreciate the time you've given us yeah Uh, thanks uh, for for chatting to us and yeah uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll put your podcast you'll put your podcast up in the show notes so everybody can listen to it and you should really give it a a listen folks it's really really very good I'm going off to work on LinkedIn right now okay yeah okay (laughs) thanks very much (laughs) you're welcome Thank the Lord, somebody has a sense of humor. Yeah, in the, in, it in was a show. real good interview. <laughs> and, and I, yeah, he's, uh, he's a, he's a, I, I want to, 
I, I personally want to. I hope I want to stay in touch with that guy because I want to maybe get him to ask him to. I don't know. Does he do you, does he charge for this kind of gig? You know, get him to look at my LinkedIn every so often. And, well, yeah, he charge he, you? Well, he doesn't charge you. There's a lot of work to be done on your LinkedIn. You <laughs> there is. Uh, but uh, I just just wanted to say because we, 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 I don't know if we touched on it enough, but just um, Aaron had written in an email, um, yeah. and that's why we had decided to, to interview him. But the the trick initially, just for those of you who may not have. Uh, I've caught it, was when you go into LinkedIn yourself, if you have a LinkedIn account, he's suggesting that the, what you do is you keep pressing the letter B for button yeah. until you hear your name. Uh, so in, in my case, it's Onilo. And then hit on hit the enter key. Onilo. Onilo. Hit the... Well, it's better than Oon. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, so hit the enter key. And from there, use your, your heading um, yeah, function. H. You, you H or go into your headings and you'll you'll find your profile in that, uh, in the, within that, that, that area. So it should be a bit easier to navigate. Yeah. One thing I have to say, I did play around with this before we started recording. Mm-hmm. And something I found, and I did was talking to Stuart about this beforehand, and Jan, I'm sure you uh, know the same problem is, when I started typing uh, in one of the edit boxes about you know what I'm what I'm doing, mm-hmm. the verbosity was just killing me because Jaws yeah. was saying a character twenty six out of six thousand two hundred and whatever yeah. characters left, character twenty seven out of six thousand, blah blah blah. I, that just annoys the Jesus out of me. And I think, oh. as far as I know, this is uh, this is a UIA thing because, of course, you know the way at the moment now, if you're using a screen reader, and this is not just with Jaws, with say, you know, the Razor, thing, or, or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is like um, it'll say something like uh, page loaded or still loading, and it'll give mm-hmm. you that kind of verbose, oh, yeah. verbose yeah. information. That's actually not the screen reader; that's the browser, and it, I think it's more apparent in Edge. Um, that's Edge giving. Yeah, which some browser did you use, uh, Or I was using Chrome, and, and oh, okay. I'm not, not not giving out about it, but I, but I also noticed that it also is the case with our Pine, with our podcast host Pinecast. If you're in the chat and you uh, you're typing into the chat, you constantly hear okay. uh, this feedback. Uh, but it really annoyed me there with LinkedIn, and I don't know how you would do it um, if you're writing a long paragraph about quick, you know what you've been doing recently. Except quick to switch tip, up jaws. yeah, I was going to say quick tip would be to use the silent speech, the yeah. mute speech, just for that part. But of course, then you, you yeah, then, but then you have uh, then you have to read, you like, read, read it. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly where yeah, I am. Yeah, I know, the I know, I know. It's not. Am, it's so, not. Yeah. I suppose if you're can, using Braille, maybe that would help. Yeah. Mm, good point. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I know it's it's not it's not acceptable. This was it needs to be fixed. But we need to discuss it with uh, Eric workarounds. Yeah, yeah, we'll have a we'll get on that. I don't we'll, necessarily think, to be honest, it's a Jaws problem. I'd say it's probably no. But I don't Jaws know who we give this to be, as an action, though. It's for probably LinkedIn. actions. Yeah. yeah, I will put it yeah. on my. Uh, but Jan's saying as an action. Uh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Get action. It's an action. We'll do our best. Just like you know, the Apple support. This is a free. Support. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. It's all yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. But it was a great interview, and it was really fun to uh, to have this chat with uh, Aaron. It was really good. Yeah, he's a lovely guy. He was brilliant. Yeah. Thanks, was Aaron. Brilliant. Thanks yeah. again for doing Thanks that. Thanks very much. Really yeah. appreciate Gentlemen. it. Gentlemen. TV corner. 
Anything? Yeah, oh, I finished I'd, watching uh, Inventing Anna, which oh, did you? I have to say, yeah, oh, I interesting. To it last night. How many hours do you guys spend on watching <laughs> TV? My God, I, I can't. I, I just, I just do it in between working hours. He, he lives which is the probably hundred to hundred and fifty. By, by the way, did you guys look at the or uh, watch anything of the Olympics? Or the, uh, that will be my TV corner experience. That's then. your TV corner. It finished today. You know. <laughs> The fire is out, you know, the Olympic flame. The torch is gone. Yeah, the right. torch is gone. For another yeah. four years. Yeah. Yeah. Next one is in Italy, uh, Milan. Is there um, is there a Paralympics for the Winter Olympics? Yeah. Do you yeah. Know? There yeah. is a Paralympics. And is, yeah. that on, is yeah. that starting soon then? Does that happen after the I main I think event? so too, but I'm uh, I'm not qualified this time. So okay. But, uh, no. I, uh, I watched last night the Tinder Swindler. Uh, this, is a, this is oh, a that's your favourite app, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. I do, I do, yeah. Every day. Oh, um, really? It's, huh? Tell me, tell <laughs> me more. Hey, Greece. Tell me more. It's a Netflix documentary um, about this guy who basically, you know, targeted people on Tinder, mm. uh, the Tinder dating app, obviously, and, you know, made out that he was this jet setter and he was royalty and he was, you know, uh, flying all over the world and, and kind of hooked them in and then sudden, suddenly Royalty. he has a big emergency oh I need money my card isn't working and there was people who gave him 50 and 100 thousand and we were just talk, chatting about this before we got on air and, and Cloda I think had, had seen it or has read about it and we were both saying like I, I, it's very difficult to have sympathy for these ladies they were very upset in the show and they're crying and look it's very tragic but how I don't understand the lot. Don't understand how people's thought presses go. They just keep sending money to this guy. Yeah, um, this guy who they'd never met. They, now yeah. he, some of them did get they? to meet him. Some oh, of them would meet him and he'd say, oh. "Oh God, I need more money. I'm I'm on the run. There's, there's someone after me." He was making out that there was some issue, and then he he'd, he'd sort of threaten that he'd say, "Be careful, because your security could be compromised as well. If we don't get away to a, a secret location, we need more money. Give me more." <sighs> he was. He was. Yeah, I, very, strange, very sad yeah. in one respect. Yeah, yeah but know? also strange that that people will, uh, yeah, simply give money. You know, yeah. it's really, it's really. Uh, yeah. uh, interesting audio description, uh, Oren. Maybe we'll get your comments on that when you watch it. Um, okay, the, but it's one of those things where the audio describer thumbs ish. Thumbs ish. I mean, I, to be fair to them, I think they had to talk very fast because lots of text and things come up, and they have to, you know, jump in with tiny little bits of snippets of audio description. Um, but it was, I'm not sure about the voice of the guy doing it um, either. But anyway, look. Well, I'd be really interested to hear that. And al- mm. also, I just it put, a, put a shout out because uh, we are looking for, uh, uh, well, I mean, it doesn't have to be a bad audio description, but, but if you have any samples of good or bad audio description, uh, tweet, it, tweet it into us. At, the tweet is at Blind Guys Chat. Or the email is at blind sorry is blindguyschat blind at gmail dot com uh-huh. uh, because we're we're trying to set. Uh, I shall, will I drop her name again, Veronica Hicks? Oh. Uh, there's new guidelines being written for audio description, and we, you know, okay. we want to hear what people think is bad audio description and what is also just, good audio. Description. How, how she, has she started on the Crown yet? Do you know, because you're obviously on first name. No, you're, she hasn't started on mobile. the Crown yet. I, 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 we won't be seeing the Crown for a little while. Oh. Uh, like next year it might be uh, I learned something also very not you know this is hot news from the crown oh Uh, real yeah yeah uh, to be honest well it's not I think it will our um, the the, the queen has uh, Has is positive yeah I saw that God bless her 
God no, bless her. Yeah. yeah. But oh, you oh, know oh. what I can't understand, right? She's she's positive, and I was reading the article today. They said Camilla they said and that, Charles as well. Yeah, they said that she got it from Charles. Charles was positive, but yeah. but was with her for a short time. Like, sorry, why did you go near your mother when you were positive? Yeah, is that not a bit irresponsible? and they are beyond every. Maybe he was law. poking her to see if she was still alive. <laughs> Maybe Camilla said, <laughs> Camilla was saying, give her COVID. And but so does the Queen have to isolate you? Her trial on the crown, mother. Does, does that mean she has to make her own bed in the morning? Like, because the, the servants can't go into her room because, like, they leave her tray at the door? Or how does that work? I wonder. Do I don't know. Masked up and <laughs> could we could we get the Queen on the show, or and you got you got you got Veronica. I mean, <laughs> well, we got Veronica. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe could Veronica the ask the queen, the queen because she's yeah. probably on first name basis with everyone. Probably, over there. probably yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. She loves the crown. Anyway, will we go into emails? Let's yeah. go to emails. Ooh la la. Right. Ooh la la. Questions and stories and feedback are plenty From all our listeners we have about twenty Sending a mail as they're sipping a brew Thank you dear listener We love you Otis in Baltimore, Derry in Dublin, How are you, Derry? Gordon in Yay. Scotland, and Shay Martin's troubling. Thank you, though, everyone, we love you so. Now let's have more email go. Clodagh, go! go. go. Hey. Hey. Yay! Hey, hey Clodagh. <laughs> Thanks very much, I love that jingle. Yeah, um, Julia Garner is the name of that actress, Orn, from Ozark. Julia, Julia Garner. Garner. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Julia she's a very Garner. talented young okay. woman. Yeah, okay. the the accent was weird on purpose, I think. Yeah, well, probably yes, yes yeah. exactly, <laughs> because you're you're trying to work out where she's I think she they from. are a real yeah. uh, professional actress, there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of Derry, um, he sent an email as he nearly always does, and I'm not going to read it all out. But he is suggesting for the 40th episode that we do a live show again, like the Christmas one, or we could do a live show from a pub. He's suggesting so. From a pub. Put those in your in your pipe and consider them. I, su- I suppose we could now that we're all back out right, and about. You again, can sit. Uh, you can sit to go down. We, in, we in could fly you over, Jan. We have a budget to get you over on a oh, private yeah. jet. How is the budget going? Uh, by the way, um, at least two, uh, two million. We, at least two million. Yes, we should say that. Actually, thank you very much to all of you who have uh, given Donated. us a tip. And please, please, thank you very much for your donations. You're helping to. Uh, to uh, cover in. the cost of the uh, hosting for this podcast, so thank you very, very much. So, and, and please, if you can, if you can give us a little, there is a link at the end of the show notes for each for the podcast, which will lead you to the tip jars, as called in Pinecast. Um, and if you felt like giving us a little something, please do. As a major very, very retailer grateful. says, every little helps. Every little <laughs> helps. That's great. It is amazing. This guy has to what <laughs> You're a real advertiser. Yeah. So uh, I'll I'll leave I'll leave you consider what you're going to do for the fortieth. But there that there Derry's yeah, suggestions. A good idea. We might have a live we might have a live show. I think we should have a live get together on the Vision. Uh, yeah, we hope the, to uh, be there. Then. The Vision conference. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Early early July. Yeah, Actually, that was one of your actions, wasn't it, from a couple of shows ago, Stu? Yes. To talk so to the Vision. 20, I did talk to the Vision people. people. Thank you, Clodagh. Um, got some feedback. Turns out they can't see guys. It is, unfortunately, um, the exhibition is very likely not to be open to the public because, not through any fault of the Vision 2022 organising committee, the convention centre in which this uh, this 
is taking place are very strict about numbers of people entering and exiting the building throughout the day and it's just not possible. So okay. it is highly unlikely that members of the public will be able to attend the technology uh, exhibition. So who, who will it be for then? It will be, for, it will be for the delegates, for um, rehabilitation professionals uh, throughout the world. But I think the other we challenge... Are the world. The, the other challenge for <laughs> we the... We are the children. The other, cha- <laughs> the other challenge for Vision 2022 is that uh, next year, Vision 2023 is taking place in... Is it Antor- to Antor- Antorio? Antor- Ontario? Ontario. Ontario. Ooh, Ontario, yeah. Ontario. I next year, I think. Um, so... We should definitely Ontario. go to Ontario. Ontario, Ontario sorry. Ontario. It's in Canada. Canada. In Canada, yeah. Canada. yeah Canada. Let's just say Canada. Canada. I believe <laughs> next year it's in Canada. And I suppose the Most challenge French now is... speaking of the, of the Canadian states. Yeah. Yeah. But, the, but the problem is it's usually only every three years. So will people yeah. travel one year after the next? We will. Do you know? Do you know? <laughs> okay. Well. Anyway, emails. Yeah. Uh, emails, yes. We got an email from Erica in Jersey. Oh, hello, Erica. I love Jersey. So love Jersey. Have you Jersey which Jersey are you talking I'm thinking of getting one, but I'm not sure. Yes. The Bradley yes. Watch. Bradley. B-R-A-D-L-E-Y. Bradley Watch. I'm thinking of getting one, but I'm not sure. I'd love to know if you guys know of it, Erica. Yes. Orin has one because Orin has all the watches in the okay. world. Ever. All the watches that were ever. Still doesn't arrive what on is, time for the what recording. What is a Bradley watch? <laughs> Orin, so, let me know. Bradley what watch. Is, Bradley yeah. watch. I very was very kindly given a Bradley watch oh. for my wedding. Oh, it was his whoa. wedding present from his wife to be. <laughs> Actually, Claude, why don't you tell him about the Bradley watch? Hey. Okay, so. Just to explain how it works, it has raised hour markers that allow you feel the time by touch. So on the clock face, there's a triangular marker for the 12 and elongated line segments for the 3, 6 and 9. Mm-hmm. And then the shorter ones for the kind of the 1 and the 2 and the 4 and the 5, you know, the in-between ones. And there's two magnetized ball bearings that travel around in these kind of recessed tracks there's one track around on the clock face for the minutes and there's one around the outside edge um for the hours so Mm -hmm. to tell the time you run your finger over the raised hour markers um feeling where the ball bearings are now the ball bearings move okay based on the time slowly but they do move but they can you if you push them too hard they will they will fall from their position so they they just loosely kind of swing around so if you just give it a shake give the watch a shake your wrist a shake they, yeah, they snap oh. back to the right spot and it's cool and it looks gorgeous. It feels good. Um, and, and I love them. I, I would completely, as a society, I would, I would wear it. I think are they, it's are they great thing. Mm. Sorry, it's a great price, thing about... Right? What's the price? Oh, sorry, it's not uh, they're, nice They're about... Um, well, no, Oren, close your ears, please. Yeah. Um, they've changed in price, actually, since I bought it. I bought it seven, nearly seven years ago now, but they've, they've come down a good bit. But they're now somewhere between $260 US oh, and 360 then, so, 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 Claudio, may I ask, is it like a Braille mm. watch where the face cover, you like, do you lift up the lid to touch no. these? No. No, no they're no, exposed. No, 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 so what no, if you put exposed. your jumper over the watch, like, or your... That's fine. The great thing about it is it's a bit like the Tissot in that uh, you can just put your, you know, if you're in a meeting, put your yeah. hand under the table and you can instantly find out what time it is, just like the Tissot. And it has, the the other fun, fascinating thing about it is while it was designed for blind people, uh, everybody was, you know, quite a lot of people were buying it uh, because it was a, a timepiece. It's it's been mm. sold or b- branded as a timepiece, and it has yeah, won yeah. loads and loads of design awards. So, so you have also official reading, so you can also read the time visually. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you can look at it and see the time, but actually, it's nearly easier just to feel it. But you can, yeah. So as a sighted person, you can look at it and see where the where because the because that's also the funny thing are. with Tissot, yeah. the silent. You can also look at. Uh, how's, yes. how's it powered? Is there batteries? Or? Battery. Yeah. It's okay. battery. Yeah. yeah. It, it is. Um, water resistant it'll deal with getting caught in the rain or washing your hands yeah, yeah, but it's okay. not intended for submersion because into water. because i use on the apple watch i use the haptic or taptic i think they call it time where it just taps out the time to you in vibrations so oh, really? i find that very helpful oh, you know yeah. during the night or if I'm in a so does that work the same as the as the uh the tiso does it do one hour how do you know the it hours? It does minutes? long pauses, so long vibrations for every ten hours, and then so say for example, it's now as time of recording. I, I just checked. I do believe it's twenty one oh three. So I had two long pause, two long vibrations for ten twenty. For the, because we're, we're twenty hours into the day, then one short vibration, then a long pause, and then three short vibrations to tell me three minutes. Mm. So it's and there's other you can do Morse code and you can do something else, but that's the one I use. Yeah. So it's worth exploring it. That's Morse cool. code. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, you can do Morse code time, <laughs> yeah. which I have no idea how it works. So the bottom line, Erica, is we would, well, Orin has one. And would you recommend it? Oh, I absolutely recommend it. Yeah, yeah. I would too. Yeah, I think absolutely. they're gorgeous. They're a good looking watch. They yeah, they fit, know. you know, whether you're a casual dresser or you're dressing up, they look well. They have a lovely mm-hmm. range of them now, much wider range than they used than they had. They? I, yeah. yeah. Are you looking for a new one, Orin? You, you know, Claude, whenever your 10-year wedding anniversary comes up, he'll drop hints for that. You oh, know, my birthday's so. in April. Oh, my God. And oh. different straps. They've, you know, metal straps, canvas straps, oh, leather straps. They're gorgeous. They never stop annoying you. For they have different faces, different colours. Yeah, really nice. Ooh. Ooh. Well, yeah. Ooh la la. Okay, good recommendation. Yeah, yeah good recommendation. definitely. Thank you, yeah. Erica. Yeah, yeah, yeah thanks, thanks very much. Have we got some audio messages? Oh, gosh, we do. We have two audio messages, actually. Which one oh. would you like to go for first? Pick left or right. Left. Okay, here's comes Mr. Dave Nason. Hey. Hey guys, hope you're well. Dave Nason here. Thought I would try a voice note this time. Hope I'm not putting Cloda out of work. Nope. Um, so first thing I was going to say was uh, thanks for the recommendation of the woman in the window looking at the girl <laughs> across the street eating ice cream sitting upside down, which sounds really good. Um, so it's definitely next on my list. Uh, once I finish the morning show, which I finally got round to starting season oh, two, great. and I, oh, I do love that show. And if you do like uh, Kristen Bell, as I do, um, or even if you don't, The Good Place is a brilliant show on oh, Netflix yeah. as well for oh, anyone who hasn't seen it. Also on the theme of AD, I actually passed on, or in your, uh, your lovely feedback about uh, Succession, <laughs> to our good friends, my good friends and colleagues in the media management team at Sky. So, you mm-hmm. know, they always like feedback as well. So if anyone ever has feedback, I mean, we've got... Uh, a community sky community website helpforum.sky.com and if you go to discussions and then the heading is sky accessibility we have a board for accessibility stuff so if you ever have any feedback uh, i'd love to get it good or bad yeah yeah linkedin completely agree with you guys it's so important that things like that are accessible because it matters and it reminded me of was it about a year ago or so there was a lot of talk about whatsapp and the change to privacy settings and Mm. people talking about maybe walking away from WhatsApp. It didn't really happen in uh, big no. numbers, but if it mm-hmm. had and everyone had gone to, say, Telegram, and Telegram don't seem to be that bothered about accessibility, no. suddenly we're kind <laughs> of socially outside of the outside of the circle. Mm. So, yeah, it, it really kind of frustrates me when that kind of thing is, uh, is a risk, and, yeah, hopefully Microsoft will get on that. 
I wish there was more kind of legal protection in the private sector um, because definitely we have it in the public kind of, you know, government websites point. and stuff legally have to be accessible, but yeah. in the private sector, Doesn't. it's not the case. And I know we want a lot of people say, no, it should be about advocacy and stuff. But I think having some legal protections would be uh, no harm at all because, like no. I say, it's kind of a massive impact. We know how many people, okay, myself and the three you guys are all fortunate to be working but we know there's an awful lot of people not working and then if if services like linkedin aren't even accessible that's just putting extra barriers up so uh, yeah i really hope they can kind of sort that out on uh, revolut Mm -hmm. like you suggested i don't know if many people are using it as their actual bank account Uh what i would use it for is like more of a budgeting thing so my if i have one to say okay i'm gonna i have 500 euro for argument's sake as my spending money for this month. Mm-hmm. So my rent is gone, whatever other bills might be coming out of my main bank account, and then I five hundred euro put that into the Revolut account mm-hmm. and that's my spending money and that's how I budget. And it has other cool little features like it, you know, you can for saving and stuff as well. It's quite good. As well as like you said, the easy transfer. So you guys are out and Stuart forgets his wallet again. You can <laughs> of course uh, say, Well don't worry about it, Stuart. You can just it's, he knows you very well. Money. It's no hey. problem. So that's uh, it is useful for that. And I know a lot of people are on it. I do think there's some accessibility challenges in it, and I think I would like to see them sorted out, but it's mostly usable. I also uh, think you are out of date when you say it's not a bank and it's not it doesn't, that it doesn't have the protection for your deposits. I could I stand to be corrected, but I think that is now the, it is now the case that if you do want to use it as an actual bank account and have protection uh, for your deposits, you can do that as well. So... I don't know, I find it a use of service. It's not, you know, if you don't need it, you don't need it, but uh, I definitely like it anyway. Mm. So, yeah, that's me. Um, cool. Love the show. Keep up the great work. Bye-bye. Hey. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. Dave, next Super. time I go out, I'll bring my wallet. Okay? Um, yeah. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> no excuse now, because it's on your Apple Watch and it's on your phone. It is. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Mm. But, I, you know, I really agree with Dave about private sector and there needing to be some legislation around accessibility, because this is the problem. Yeah. People can talk about, you can do all the talk you want and people can say, oh, yeah, we're, we're interested in accessibility. But there's no, there's nothing forcing any company to do this. Well, stuff. we did talk to um, Roderick, Minister Roderick O'Gorman and maybe we should get back on to him because he was open to talking to us about specific yeah, things. So maybe point. that's one I, thing we should, yeah. we should raise with him. I, I was, is he I, still in power? He is. He is, yeah. yeah. So yeah. We should follow up yeah. on that maybe. Well, next okay. uh, voice... Uh, Salim. Next voice is uh, Salim. The lovely Salim. Hi, Blangas. Chat, Orn, Claudia, Stuart and Jan. Hey. Hello, you guys are keeping well. So, Revolut, let's start with that. Um, right. I was actually first, one of the first, um, I think, adapters. It was about six, seven years ago. I think, I'm when not they surprised launched first in Ireland. The first. So, yeah, it is, uh, I was really like interested in it because, you know, it was giving me best rates and, you know, because, you know, with, with the main banks, what charge you FX rates and this rate and that rate and just, you know, it was just annoying uh, paying extra for, for no reason, mm. you know. Um, so, Revolut came along and then I installed the app and, yeah, it, it's not a bad app, you know, it could be better uh, regarding accessibility. But, uh, yeah, let me talk about what I use mine for. So, I know, uh, Oren, you said um, that you don't want, you know, the features of just... No. Like, why would you need a second one? So this yeah. is my kind of use case for it, and I use okay. it uh, daily. So I usually use it when I'm abroad. For example, if I'm in the UK, I can get the best rate and use the um, the you know the the card or Apple Pay um, to pay for goods and services. So 
that's good. You know, you get the best rate. You don't have to worry about sort of FX rates and foreign this and that and the other. You know, those rates I add mm. on to it. Um, when you use the, the main banks. I also use it for online uh, shopping. So, uh, say, for example, Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to be charging in pounds. So, it gives you the best rate. You can convert uh, yeah, it or it yeah. does it for you uh, then and there. So, mm. uh, whatever the best rate is at that time. Very good. It charges you uh, that amount. Um, another thing um, is that it ha- offers virtual cards. So, what a virtual card is basically uh, is a card that you can use online. Or use, you can use it through Apple Pay. So once you add it to Apple Pay, mm-hmm. sure, mm-hmm. you don't have to get a physical card. Just add that to your Apple Pay and you can ah, just pay, pay away. Ah, top it okay. up by 50 okay. quid. Oh, that's euro, whatever you want. I'm going to do that. use that way. Send your card back. Um, I didn't get it. Someday. Yeah, so th- that's pretty much my kind of use case for it. And another thing, you know, if, if you're signing for a trial and you're like kind of hesitant, you're like, am I going to use it? Am I not going to use it? Just use it for that. And you can freeze the card. And if you forget, oh, very good. Yes. Yes. your card won't be charged. Yes. It's going to decline it. Very good. Obviously, stop the trials. So it can be used for those things. And you basically have more control over the card. You can freeze it. You can un- unfreeze it. You can say, I want only online payments and no cash withdrawals and things like that. So the free account, I believe, has a 200 euro limit, 200 slash 200 pounds limit, mm. you know, you can take out. And then they charge you, I think it's a 1.5% or something like that. If you get above that in a month, or you can have a, a premium plan, which I'm on uh, 400 euro, you can take out, uh, f- you know, without being charged extra wow. or 600 uh, on a metal plan. So, okay. yeah, this is wow. my kind of review. And uh, any other questions, do let me know because I do use the app. I wouldn't use this. I wouldn't use this as a, my ba- main bank uh, because I I just kind of I want to, to be able to walk into a, 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 a bank, you know, if yeah. there's an issue. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, the live chat is pretty good. I had issues. They do resolve them, you know. So it is good that way. Okay. Mm. Another thing I want to talk about is the EU COVID cert not working mm-hmm. or not being imported into uh, the water tap. This issue actually is to do with Apple, um, not oh. you, Stuart, or people oh, who are trying God. to align the barcode. Basically, the functionality is not there in 15.3 or below. So ah. this functionality will be added in 15.4, which is in beta at the moment. Oh, wow. As we speak. Oh. And they have added it. Solved. It's actually Apple's fault. They have they should have clarified. But I did see on Twitter that this functionality is going to be available for us. So we should be able to obviously just take a picture. And then it should be able to be imported into our uh, oh, fantastic. wallet. Fantastic. I hope this yeah, uh, clear for, uh, clears it for all of you guys so oh. i can't wait to add mine once um the um update is out for, for 15.4 oh brilliant that's that Thanks. is great news and you see yeah. i have to say after listening to the lads there salim and dave have really and i don't know or about you but they've really clarified for me where i might use revolution now yeah in terms yeah. of I'm not going to get the actual card. Somebody was, my, a few people were telling me, oh, get the card. I'm not going to get the card. I don't need another card. I'm going to use the card on my phone and try it for a couple of months and see how it goes. Here's my only security issue. I'm not, I mean, I'm not casting aspersions on, maybe it's all fine, but I just. Dave and Salim, set us straight on this one if you can. My passport information Mm. to uh, outside of Ireland. Yeah, but like your regular banks look often for your your passport and they take a scan of it. Yeah, but my regular bank is in Ireland. 
I mean, I can't, yeah. I can't, you know, if something happens. But people in Ireland are just as okay. capable of scamming you. Here's, here's an idea. Could, could we not contact us blind guys? Because we just say we want to try this out. Could we not contact a passport for, forger? Get a forged passport for you. Call yourself Michael O'Neill. And then scan that in and just see what happens. What, what, what would go wrong? Oh, Michael O'Neill. Oh, we'll put that as an action for you, Stuart. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm going to do that one, guys. Get off the stage! Right. We stopped counting. We're going. Oh, that's it, folks. That's yeah. for God's oh, sake. It's a time to go already. Okay. Thanks so much yeah. for joining us. Don't forget the email is blindguyschat at gmail.com. The Twitter is at blindguyschat. And we're also on the FaceTube as well. Book face. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to give us your contributions in email or an audio message. We love audio messages. Yep. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you want us to do on the show. And we really want to hear more from you. Uh, thank you so much. And we will see you in two weeks' time. Bye. 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 Bye.